Hey everyone, welcome to the third episode of Coffee Hour with Tom DeSico. In this episode, I sit down with a great friend whose ambition, motivation, and follow-through drives me constantly to create more. He's actually influenced me to start my very own podcast years ago, Herb Cloutier. Herb and I talk about the past, the present, and the future of podcasts, as well as his start and influence into the podcast space. We discuss where the platform is going, its popularity and accessibility, as it grows with heavy focus on YouTube and YouTubers jumping onto the medium. I hope you all enjoy the episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the third episode of Coffee Hour with Tom DeSico. I'm your host, Tom DeSico. Today, we have uh, a good friend, a, uh, I would say like a mentor of sorts, right? The face you're making is, <laughs> bothers me. You don't think of yourself as a mentor to me? Maybe. Yeah. You're like, you're, we'll get into it, but uh, okay. yeah, allow me to, uh, allow me to introduce my, my third guest on the podcast, um, Herb D.W. Cloutier? Close. Was it? Yeah, Cloutier. Cloutier. Yeah, if, if you're French, it's Cloutier. Cloutier. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Herb, well, welcome you. welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you. Due time. It's only taken me a couple of weeks to finally sit down and get you to be like, hey, are the schedules going to align? Can you make your way? Well, you know, you're, you're a baby daddy now. I am I'm a, ba- a baby daddy. Yes, I am a baby daddy. <laughs> or a daddy baby? No, no, no you're a baby daddy. Baby daddy. Um, Herb, do you want me to call you Herb or DW on the it's podcast? It's up to you. It doesn't matter. Well, like friends call you Herb or <laughs> yeah. know of you as Herb, and then the personality, the persona of sorts is DW. Yeah, it's funny because I, I mean, obviously my close friends know me as Herb, but if somebody, if I'm out in public and somebody says DW, I know it's from the podcast, you know it's from the network or from a Comic Con I've went to. So yeah, there, I mean, there's people back in my town every now and then. I'll get, hey, are you DW? So I know it's somebody who's listened to the network, not somebody who's known me as Herb or my past sure. or whatnot. So, yeah. So, um, uh, uh, please take the time, introduce yourself, tell people what you do, who you are, and we'll, uh, we'll jump right into it after that. Well, thank you. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by. Uh, no. <laughs> it's at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right. Uh, no, uh, Tom, uh, introduce me, Herb. Cloutier, if you uh, listen to any of my past podcasts from uh, formerly Fanboys Inc., Inkcast, uh, you would know me as DW, as the owner of that company and host, um, and then moved on to Earplug Podcast. So, uh, as uh, as Tom mentioned, um, his me- his mentor, I guess you would say. I, I, think fr- I said friend and mentor. Friend, yeah, friend and mentor. More friend than mentor. I don't yeah, know how I was a mentor, but... Well, in the early <laughs> days of us meeting, yeah. it was very much like a men- an unknown mentee mentor-like thing. Like, I was watching and listening and being like, okay, cool. Oh, like, from when we were doing Fanboys before, Inc. Yeah, yeah, before yeah. we even actually knew each right. other personally. Right. Um, yeah, so we uh, not, I moved on to uh, Earplug Podcast Network, so I'm more of a... More of the back end uh, producer, program director, owner, obviously, than I am so much a host. Um, Incast stopped a few years ago just for personal reasons and whatnot with what was going on. And uh, at one point, uh, at that time, I lost a good friend. We lost a good friend, actually. So that put me in a situation where I just didn't want to podcast anymore, which kind of sucked because um, I enjoyed doing it. So it was kind of on a hiatus for a while. Um, after creators that I've met, you know, Ron Mars, Joe Sapierre, to name drop just a few, Paul Harding, they uh, kind of reached out and go, where's Fanboys Inc.? What's going on? We, we miss you being on the air every week. What's going on? Um, and sitting down with Joe St. Pierre for a lot, who we got into talking or listening to podcasts, um, he, uh, he's pretty much influ- uh, influenced me quite a bit to bring back a network. So with Earplug Podcast network i wanted to branch out uh, i kind of joked that one day sooner or later this marvel comic book movie fat it's not even a fad at this point it's been longer than a fad but this culture is gonna the bubble's gonna burst sure so we i decided to branch out from not just doing pop culture network uh with fanboys inc it was all pop culture all the shows were pop culture comic book movie based but then moving with earplug it was a generic name but still had a lot of pop culture feel. The three of the shows that were on Fanboys Inc. came right over without question, came right under the network. And then uh, 
talking with uh, Ming Chen. Um, they have obviously have their own uh, podcast studio now. We had been talking a, a long time about about getting ideas, whatnot. So I started mine. Um, and uh, with earplug, we have single and surviving, which will be coming back. I got court ordered to stop. By the way, I think that did was you all- officially? <laughs> yeah, oh no! Was, but now you've yeah. you've reset. Like you guys are good to go now, right? We're yeah. There's still some the premise of single and surviving. What is so the people know? They're like, oh, you got court ordered uh, for yeah. a podcast. <laughs> what? Um, single and surviving. It was a friend of mine that approached me. Single mom going through divorce, going through being a single mom and dating in this technology age where she was married for 20 years, not dated for years. So back then there was no online dating. There was no uh, Tinder. There was no major, you know, uh, match.coms back then. So she wanted to uh, show her, her, her trials and tribulations and what it was to be back in the dating scene and using online dating. Um, and whatnot, and what it was to be a single mom. Um, I can't get into the details of the court order, but um, it was funny because when I got court ordered, <clears throat> I, uh, I definitely put it out there that, hey, we got court ordered to stop such and such. And within seconds, Ming texts me and goes, no shit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no kidding. And he's yeah. like, use it, use it. And I, we have, and I had to, we had to be, it's you know, pretty quiet edgy, about baby. it. Edgy, <laughs> yeah, baby. Edgy. I like it. Cutting I, I, edge. Um, so we're still waiting. On that, uh, but I have a few others in the studio that we're. You have quite with. a few others. How many? How many shows do you have total currently on the network? Uh, wow. Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, random shit. Random guy. Grindhouse Radio. Steady Geekin', which is exclusive. Angry Geeks, which is exclusive. Um, my show, The Rant. Uh, your show, by the way. Uh, yeah. On there and Forest for Life, and Single and Surviving. So. Eight. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's a lot of shows. Yeah, it's a lot of work. So you didn't. Now here's the thing. You've always you've always had um, you've had a foot in like the creative space uh, before even podcasting. You are your uh, graphic designer too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. How'd you get into that, and how long have you been doing that for? Uh, drawing wise, I mean, cliche little kid pick up pencil. I have a uh, <coughs> I big into comic books, obviously. So reading Marvel, DC for all the years that, you know, you want to draw the superheroes, you want to do all that kind of stuff. Um, I actually have a letter that I have to find because I just moved of a rejection letter signed by Stan Lee that I was five years old. I drew some Iron Man villain, villain thing and it's a little form letter. And but he signed, you know, your standard. Sorry to announce blah, 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 blah. We cannot take your suggestion at this time, whatever. But he hand signed it and then said, keep drawing. And it wasn't like a stamp. It was like. Really, his signature. Stanley. So that was pretty cool, and that was back in 1976. That's super yeah. cool. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, went to Syracuse, uh, drew throughout high school, art major. Went to Syracuse, um, just kind of. I actually just kind of bailed out after a while. Yeah. Um, and just kind of mostly self-taught. So it was drawing a lot, doing a lot of fine art stuff, and then getting into with the Adobe Photoshop and with obviously the popularity of the internet and what was going on with that. I started doing some web development, logo branding, whatnot like that. Um, that's my, I guess we call it my side hustle. I used to have my own company, sure, but found that I wasn't a good businessman. I, <laughs> I wasn't uh, the seller or I guess, you know what it was? I, I had a hard time talking about myself or selling my product or myself because anytime you do that, you sound like, you sound you're cocky. Yeah, you don't want to sound arrogant. Right. Sure. So I wasn't a good seller. I wanted, my, you know, I had delusions of grandeur. I was going to start this company. Just put me in the cubicle. I was going to do what I was going to good at: drawing, designing, branding, whatnot. I'd have a salesperson and whatnot. Um, but it, you know, as a, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're more. You got to wear multiple hats. You got it. And the selling part was okay, because a lot of my first jobs were from. Um, friends in the bar industry. I was in the bar industry for 14 years. So I got those jobs really quick. Those were easy, <clears throat> made good money. But then as those stopped and you know, some of them were reoccurring, getting new business was tough for me just because I didn't, I'm not a salesperson. I don't like talking about myself or, you know, whatever. So it just kind of kept dwindling and dwindling. And, uh, and then I had started Fanboys Inc. Um, and kind of just took the backseat for Walker Designs, which was the company, <clears throat> and just kept that as a side hustle. Um, the day job, I'm still marketing, um, 
but it's uh, it's a different aspect. I'm not so much as I'm more of the marketing director. I mean, I still have a lot of creative control. Mm-hmm. I am wearing multiple hats. I am the designer or whatnot, but it's not as, I don't want to say it's fun because it, it is It doesn't fun. feel like a business, does it? No, because I don't have to worry, you know, the back end. Like, no, because I'm not making any money. No, no, I, I, I make good <laughs> money. Kidding. I think I make good money for what I'm doing, but I don't have to worry about the accounting. I don't have to worry about going out there. Yeah. I get, I get, I have my duties. I, I set up what needs to be done and talk with the owner, talk with the other people that are in the office. And ha- I don't have to worry about beating the street and trying to get new business. Yep. It does lack a little bit of creative, you know, being creative a little bit. I'm just not, you know, I'm not doing branding so much. I mean, I did actually start with this company as a freelancer um, to, to redo their logo for their company. Um, so that's how I got started and I uh, was doing some ads for them for USA Today, stuff like that. That's cool. Um, and then uh, with a personal situation and whatnot, that's how I got the job. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's challenging. It's more not, like I said, it's not as creative as I'd like to be, but that's just the way the job is. You know, it's there's other avenues as far as just designing is concerned. So Sure. Um, so let's talk a little bit about... Um fanboys inc and your first start on the mic um why what made you want to start podcasting want to kind of explore that avenue of uh creativeness well i had started i started uh, before this a few years before fanboys inc actually five or six years i was uh, actually a internet radio dj oh cool it was like a co-host at radiougly.com which is no longer around um with my friend ken lytle and uh I joke, and you know Joe, mm-hmm. my former co-host, good friend. Um, I used to give him crap because when we started Fanboys Inc., you know, he would come in, sit on the mic, and leave. I'm doing the pre-work, the the production, the post-work, whatnot. I'm like, you're just like the entertainment here. What the hell's going on? I mean, there's no input. <laughs> and I used to give him crap all the time. But I was Joe for Radio Ugly. You know, Ken wanted me to learn how to record, wanted me to do how to set up. I just wanted to be on the mic. Just give me the mic. I'm going to do my segments. I'm going to do interviews. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know anything else. So I was that guy coming in five minutes before the show. What do we got? Here's my notes. We're just going to do it. I don't want to know about You take care of the recording. You do all the back end. Sure. Um, and after years, that kind of just went away. Podcasting started taking a huge, huge jump. And I've always been a Kevin Smith fan. And I'm like, oh, what a, what a podcast. Now, this has been going five years since Kevin started, and you got the Joe Rogans, you got Adam Carolla, and whatnot. So I'm, I'm listening. I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't know Kevin did stand-up, obviously. I know Kevin from Clerks and the movies, Mallrats, whatnot. And I started listening to his podcast, and he always encourages everybody, almost every episode, you know, you can pick up a phone, you can pick up this, you can do that, you can start a podcast. And I'm listening to his podcast. You know, he had five at the time of, of his own show. He was doing five a week. And I'm listening to him. I'm like, wow, this is really entertaining. This is cool. And I started branching out and listening to some other pop culture stuff. And, you know, Joe and I had just started becoming, uh, reconnecting and talking about comic books again at, at his family's restaurant over a couple beers here and there. And I'm like, dude, we can do this. You should put a mic in front of us. Yeah, we yeah. can do this. And they're like, well, what's a podcast? And I'm like, so I'm telling them. And uh, he's like, oh, sure. So they didn't take me serious at all. Okay. So, uh, thirty-two to thirty-six hundred dollars later, new laptop, four microphones, interface, and <laughs> taught myself how to use Pro Tools Lite, which is a little bit of an overkill for a podcast. What? But <laughs> you were using Pro Tools? I still, Lite? I still am. That's insane. I love it because that. Anyway, we'll we'll get down in the road with that. But I learned in twenty-four hours, and then the following week, I go, Joe, what are you doing? He's like, What? What are you doing next Wednesday? He's like, Nothing. I'm like. You, you want to come and record? He's like, what? I go, yeah, I'm not I wasn't kidding a week ago. I mean, literally stayed up for 24 hours with all this. I was so excited. So we started uh, Inkcast on Fanboys Inc. It wasn't a network. It was just a show. First episode, we had uh, our friend uh, um, Rick Webb. So I was the comic book guy. Joe was the toy and comic book guy. And Rick was the movie guy. So we had our segments and whatnot. First episode, we're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is awesome. We're going to be doing so great. Yeah. And the audio was amazing. And we get in like one episode, two episodes, three episodes. Now uh, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 episodes mm-hmm. start doing stuff. We go back. It's funny. Uh, I go back and listen to episode one. Oh, my God. It was horrible. Really bad. The audio was awful it was just it sounded like a real bad am station but back then you know 
weird that this is awesome. This yeah, is but great. You were on the you were on the 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 cusp of like I want to say like the beginning of like the popularity of podcasting. No, well, we were on that. I mean, it, it's been it, around for like fifteen years, like with like Gorilla Radio and everything else. But yeah, we I was coming into it right around Mark Marin started getting really exactly. popular. Um, so everybody was jumping on board. It had gotten popular, but it was all within the six years before I started doing it, that's when it started to get hold. So that sixth year was really like, wow, Kevin's really pushing. All of a sudden, you know, Joe Rogan's pushing. Everybody has Every, a podcast. Everybody yeah. had a podcast. Um, and there was a lot of other pop culture podcasts that have been doing it for a few years. Um, so we went five years, five or six years, and I had said on my, on my own show, and I'm sure I've, I've said it before, I was, I, we missed three weeks, three episodes out of 260 plus. That's incredible. <clears throat> um, obviously, co-host changed, some things happened, so there was co-host that actually took over in cast while I was doing other stuff with some personal issues. Real life comes into play, so, and that kind of was the, uh, I don't want to call the demise or the end, but things just happened right around when I was going to just sh- shut the show down. Sure. Incast started to the following started the drop. There's, I have my own reasons why it dropped, but neither here nor there. Um, so, yeah, and then I just took a hiatus for a couple of years. Um, yeah, I it's fun. I mean, <clears throat> Joe obviously Incast Joe personal life. They had things going on, so they left. Um, Rick, I guess we'd call us the J Muse of our group. So he was going through his own inner demons. He left. Yeah. Um, every now and then I'll talk with Joe. You know, he'll ask, you know, bring it back. Let's do it. And then I think it ran its course. It was, I mean, I was on for 260 plus episodes. I think it ran 285, 200. I'd love to have reached the 300th episode, but, you know, things change. Do a limited run, man. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I, That'd be I, cool. I don't get you guys on and end it at three hundred. That's twenty five more episodes. That's fifteen more episodes. Well, clear, well, that's, clear your calendar. Clear my calendar. Yeah. That's not all about my calendar. Let's. <laughs> my calendar is quite full right yeah, at the moment, yeah. but um, I don't. I feel like I want to. I. We've talked about this off pod. I, sure. I'm not burnt out on the comic book stuff, but I kind of am. We did it for so many six years plus every week. Um, I loved it. The, the the people that I met and the connections I made are m- the most important thing out of this. Not not that we were getting eight to ten thousand listens a week. At one point, we were higher for a while. It it was the connections I made, the friendships I made afterwards. Those are the, the show may be gone, but I still have these connections, and I think that's more important than anything. And I think any of the people listening out there, if you start a podcast or you do anything or are a creator, those connections and the balance you have. It's more important than any of the actual show you're doing at times because that's everlasting. You know, obviously your podcast stay up forever, um, but I, I value the connections and the friendships I've made throughout the years with that. And I still use them, you know, I still talk with them today. And with the, the new show, The Rant, I've used those connections to have the guests on my show. The people that become your friends. Yeah. And no, yeah. I, I totally I totally get it. I feel you with the, like the burnt outness of the comic book industry, though, too, because... For a while, it was like, you know, it's like you're the cool kid that, like, listens to the band that nobody hears about, and now everybody's listening to that band, and you're right, like, that right. band's not as cool right. anymore. That's right. kind of where I was with it, too. I was just... I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I haven't read a book in months, Dude. which kind of sucks, because, I, you know, once again, we got, I still have a day job. I still have the network, and like I said, I've taken more of the, the owner and background business aspect of it more than Fanboys Inc. Before Fanboys Inc., I was really the host, and we got a website up. I designed that and just put shows up. And now I'm doing more of the network, more, and helping the other shows either get panels or get a booth or get press passes. So I'm kind of helping them branch out, which obviously helps them and the network, but it also expands our brand. Um, the ranting, you know, I had Comic-Con Chronicles for a little while, um, and then I stopped doing that. Uh, just because, you know, Comic-Con travel, yes, I get paid at some, some cons and yes, I get a free booth and sometimes I get a hotel. Sometimes I don't, sometimes I got to pay. So, you know, it gets expensive. Um, so I've backed off from that to take care of the shows. Um, the rant is six episodes in so far. Um, I had to take a hiatus for a little while just for personal and health issues, but, um, 
that is more one-on-one and I can do it in the studio through Skype. I don't have to travel and I have traveled. I probably will travel soon to Jersey to get Ming and Mike, um, which are good, are good friends. So they, you know, hang out with them. I like to have the one-on-one yeah. aspect. I, I hate doing it over Skype because you miss that connection. Um, but I, I feel the same is. like that visual cue. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, when we Skype, I, I use the video. Mm-hmm. Um, Skype is wonky sometimes, so it, it kind of buffers. So we're looking at some other avenues for this. You know when um, it buffers and then it speeds up and the yeah. person starts talking really fast and you're like, what right. just happened? Right. And that's not too yeah, bad I because I, know. I can figure – and I don't do a live stream with it. Um, you know, people have asked me to do a live stream with it. And being the host, the producer – and now running OBS, now running video, now making sure Facebook streaming. I need an intern yep. or an assistant producer to sit there because I feel if I'm doing all this, I'm not focusing on my guest, and my guest is the most important thing. So just doing the audio is is key, and it's push of the button. Thank you, Zoom. Yeah, we are a Zoom house. It's, you are as well. Kidding, man. Um, I, I can't tell you how many times actually, even going to Vid Summit, like people. Podcasting was like a big topic of conversation. As well as it should be, one hundred percent. Because you know, as Gary said, like the future is voice. But you know was it mean? was it podcasting video or was it straight audio? Podcasting? I was actually going to get into that and ask you what you think future of podcasting will turn into. Which I almost I can almost anticipate your answer, but I do want to hear it. <laughs> no, I can because um, I I know as well as you do where it's going. But now that everybody and their mother has a podcast, well, how do you differentiate your standing out? Well, let's put it. Well, let's get Gary V out of the way. I mean, we both follow Gary V quite a bit. Yeah. Um, we both have different takes on Gary. I have a different opinion on his things than you do, obviously. I do, but uh, even though I will say, recently, he has like struck a chord with me where like I am so yeah, back. Yeah, because you're a garbage picker. Yeah, I am so <laughs> back. On, as you look around my house and you're like, oh, is that a Shack figure next to a Furby? Yes, you bet your ass you it know, is. With, with Gary, and if he, if any of you have never listened to Gary, it, he's worth a listen. He, oh God, yeah. He's definitely worth a listen. He's 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 energetic. He's raw. He's straight straight in your face. Um, you know what? On a, on that topic, yeah. um, I took something away from him the other day, uh, reading through his old tweets, where he stops and goes, "What can I do for you today?" Mm-hmm. And you know, he'll reach out to people, and people are like, "You know, like like this tweet." It's like really like just right. stupid shit. And he sometimes. gets that stuff, and he may like it, but he also tells you he'll read into it, going, "You're you're full of shit." Like yeah, you're BS. Yeah. Don't ask me to go to your event. Don't ask me to wear your hoodie. Don't ask me. You know what would be better? Give me 5,000 hoodies, yeah. and I'll promote your brand yeah. and bring them to my connections. Yep. Now, who has the money 5,000 5, hoodies? If you had that, you didn't need Gary Vee, per se. Exactly. But, um, he, obviously, he's big on voice. Um, Sorry, he, we, we got like four different tangents running yeah, right now, but I'm, all, but that's I'm right. all about it. He uh, He's big on voice. He's big on Facebook, big on Instagram, big, big on social media platforms. Obviously, with Alexa and Amazon and everything, the, the voice is key. Now, when I say voice, it's not necessarily just podcast. It's AI interaction. Um, I don't know how well that will incorporate into a podcast, only for the sake that you can say, Alexa, please play Earplug Podcast, Coffee Hour with Tom DeSico. You better hope nobody's listening to this like on like, a loudspeaker <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right? of a sudden. <laughs> Alexa, buy 44 vibrators. No. <laughs> Is that a thing you can do? On... I'm sure you can. I, should, I don't I know. I should put them I, on my influencer I, page. I have no idea. Market for uh, Flashlights, crystal rabbits. Alexa, buy three of these. You know how I know you're deep into this shit is I don't know what a crystal rabbit is. And the fact that it came out of your mouth so easily makes me question your... <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, that's a whole... Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's, let's jump back on to the future of podcasts. Yes. I'm curious. Uh, well, that's what I was. That's what I was getting back into. Well, crystal rabbits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is how the Geek Culture Podcast used to be named, by the way. Like no, this, I'd be like, mm, "This is a, this no. is a juicy title." Uh, AdamNavid.com. <laughs> no free sponsorships or advertisements here. Um, getting back in with voice. So Gary's big with obviously video, uh, YouTube. He was in YouTube before YouTube was really even big with his wine library, but now he's looking at the next thing. Um, so he's pushing podcasts. His podcasts are different than just audio. Obviously, it's video, it's interactions, it's Instagram TV, it's you know Facebook Live, which is very big right now. You and I have a different take on Facebook Watch compared to how I feel about YouTube. Um, 
and vice versa. But the thing that gets me, it, which is funny, because Gary Vee's obviously has a huge influence on a lot of people. Obviously, mainly YouTube right now. Um, you know, I, I think the first time I got, I saw him with Casey Neistat. Now, Casey Neistat's all over the place. Um, you can take him or leave him. Some people love him. Some people don't. Um, I, I, he kind of got my taste of YouTube, or you kind of put me onto him. So th- I'm like, wow, this is great. It's not scripted, but it is scripted, but it's in your face. It's, hey, it's daily life. It's going this way, and his edits are cool and whatnot. But now, for me, uh, Peter McKinnon's, uh, the Casey Knight, a lot of people like to emulate him and use that style, and that's great. But now you're not taking what you have as a creator. You're taking everything that Casey or Peter McKinnon is. Now you have become a Casey Neistat copycat. And I hate saying copycat, but let your creativity come out. They got great transitions. They got great edits. They got great music. Use those, but make it yours. And I think that's becoming, now that becoming, that's becoming a problem in the YouTube platform where you're not becoming yourself you're emulating hopefully you're going to get a lot of people and a lot of uh the thumbnails all look the same and yada 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 with gary having him with nice dad on there all of a sudden pushing podcasts and i'm like "Hmm, okay so now we have very successful youtuber multiple successful youtubers now and it seems like it's just because of gary and it could be just because of gary that he's such a huge influence now these YouTubers are coming into our realm yeah. of voice and audio. That kind of bothers me in a way because we struggled for seven years. I think my network is is decent. Do I want it to grow? Of course, everybody wants to grow. We want more sponsors. We want to, we want to make money. We want to do this for our full-time job. This is what we're going to do. As you as a YouTuber, you want to do this. Yep. Now not only are there so easy with your iPhones and whatnot to do a podcast – but everybody else knows how to advance a little bit. I, you know, whether I, you can do a, your own website or you get somebody or a buddy of yours to do a website. Then you go to SoundCloud, which is dirt ass cheap. They're one of our sponsors. Even without them paying, it's $15 a month for a pro unlimited amount. You could put 40 podcasts a day on SoundCloud. It's very inexpensive. So everybody's getting out there to do it. You don't need to be professional. If you have good content, you're going to blow up. But now that you have somebody who has 4.5 million YouTube followers... Jumping into the podcast platform, now they're taking more the gen- more of the revenue, more of the the sponsorship possibilities it, that are out there. Don't get me wrong, I love that, but it's like you're jumping on. It seems like it's like a fad. We're just gonna jump on it now, soak up everything we can, and then because you're so because YouTube and you being creative in your own business, your podcast is not gonna last six years like ours did or ours are going to have so and it, it i don't know i feel cheated in a way <laughs> so a lot of the a lot of the thing i'll just i'll just touch on this really quick because this is obviously your opinion 100 yeah, yeah. percent. i appreciate it and i i actually i get yeah. on board with it because you struggle for so long and you're like wow like all these people are just gonna go yeah. like hey remember me from this now i'm doing this right it's the same thing with youtube and vine man yeah. like vine yeah. was like the launch pad for like the paul brothers and now yeah. Logan and Jake Paul, like right. they're just they're huge YouTubers. Right, right. You pull influence from other places, and ideally, like if YouTube was to die tomorrow, like there would be another platform to replace it, and that's equal opportunity mm-hmm. for you as a no creator or, or little creator to no small creators. Oh, look at you pulling the lines. Cody would definitely appreciate that. I don't know if you'll ever listen to this, but mm-hmm. like I like that you knew it. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. Oh, are you part of the group? <clears throat> no. I'll get you in that group. I saw it last night, actually. In all and fairness. Gonna, I didn't want to join because I watched Cody's uh, video, one of his videos last night. Did you watch the one with me in it? No, That's I see my favorite one. Of course it is. That's my favorite I'm one. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's on play over and over it's, and over. It's got a ton of views. And hey, it's Cheeks, only... watch this over and over <laughs> and over. Open up every phone that I've ever owned. I have <laughs> now, that would be cool. Just do that. Station, a, a space station of just... 70 screens, phones, they're all going off of you and Cody. <laughs> a vlog where I make like an eight-second appearance. I'm like, this one's the best. Um, Sorry. No, I, 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 like, no I was going to join, but I have so much on my plate right now. And to join that group... And to put the time into it because to show that I'm a creator, 
it's just not ready for me right now. I don't want to do something half-assed because I do like Cody's stuff. You and I have talked off pot about it. Um, you would be an asset to that group. You would be an asset in respects that like you would you would be the longest probably potting person in that group where right. a lot of the people on there are YouTube creators because that's what Cody pulls in. Right. Where if you I just actually became uh, like a badge owner conversation mm -hmm. starter for that group because I've been answering so many questions. Right. And I, had a, I had a thread blow yeah, up. Yeah, you get like what the most the famous fans or the best yeah, fans like or I, something I, like, that, yeah. like I'm a, I have like a little coffee cup next to my name now, which is dope. I'm all about that. It's like a badge of honor, I guess. <laughs> but like you being a podcaster, yeah. like I I would love to see that group, the No Small Creator like movement, like adopt, you know, like podcasting. Well, I I and obviously this is for everybody to listen to. I had thought about it a couple of weeks ago after the Vid Summit, uh, watching you, watching Cody, um, watching Dan, um, and in his No Small Creator November, No Small. Uh, no do small hashtag, big. yeah. Do something big. I, and th this is the first, it's an exclusive because I wanted to talk to you about this. I'd like to try to either tie in with Cody or spin off his no small creators to no small podcasts to pull that hashtag because I feel podcasts are, yes, you can have a video podcast. I really strive more for the audio version because you can listen to it in your car. You can listen to it anywhere you go. Video is a little tougher to do. But I feel, you know, no, no Small Creator seems to be focused really for YouTube. But I feel at the same time, if you're jumping into podcasts, there's, I have to say there's probably more podcasters than there are actual YouTubers right now. It's a thriving market right, right now. It's so, so accessible. I'd like to do that because I think the podcasters that are out there have the same feeling that I did. You know, Kevin make Kevin Smith makes it very this is the only thing that I have that I don't agree with with Kevin. You know, when you listen to Kevin Smith's podcast, anybody can pick up an iPhone. Correct? Yep. Anybody can put it buy a $50 USB mic, put it in your Mac, put it in your PC and start. But he makes it out to be that it, all of a sudden it could be your full-time job. And and I like that he's encouraging, but he forgets the fact that you know, yeah, you can do that. You can go to SoundCloud. They have a free account. You can put up 10 hours a month, and every month it repopulates. You can do that, but you're not going to be at a, at a Mark Marin level. You're not even going to be where we are, which is way below Mark Marin, yep. without doing the work, a website, promotions, hashtagging, Instagram, Facebook. You have to make it – it has to be a job. And if you enjoy it, then it's not a job, but it's a lot of work. It's very misleading. Um so I feel that a lot of podcasters get f frustrated. The average podcast out there only lasts 10 episodes. After that, it's done. I didn't know that. Yes, because you have to stay consistent. You have to stay at a weekly time. Every Wednesday, every it's Thursday. Like, it's just like YouTube, man. Like consistency is to, key. If like, you're going to be a daily your... vlogger, then you have to stay consistent to get those. But real life comes into play. Oh, you know, I got to babysit. Oh, you know, the wife is doing this. Oh, the guys can't get together. So... That's yes. what killed us. Yeah. Yeah. Re relying on other people. Yeah. I love podcasting. Yeah. And actually, Josh, number two, yeah. he was, um, he started a podcast too. Yeah. Um, I think he talks about it briefly in his yeah, episode. Yeah, I think he did a little the bit. The two motivational dudes or two motivational guys. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, it's it's just them talking. And right. he's like, dude, I love this. Like, it's like therapy. Like, it's it's just. Oh, I consider it therapy as well. It's so nice yeah. to just be able to sit down and, and get your feelings out, get your thoughts out, or talk about it. You know, in a controlled environment, I love that. I do. I love oh, doing so do this. I. I, I think, you know, so I thought about reaching out to Cody and being like, I know no small creators is for all creators, but it's very focused on YouTube. I'd like to either work with you or would you mind it us tagging and we be no, no small you know podcasts or no small creators slash podcast, something to, that gives those podcasters a little bit of a movement as well to not be discouraged, to have another forum, to have another place to be out there. I mean, they're listening to the Mark Marins. They're listening to the Gary V's. How many times were you frustrated where maybe, and you know this is a vlogger. Now I'm kind of turning around and making this my show because now I'm going to interview you. You know, <laughs> We'll see how this goes. What, it'll go well. Um, we've talked, you know, sponsorships. Sure. Obviously, that's the that's the bread and butter for a YouTuber. Yep. I mean, obviously, you make some YouTube brand money, brand deals. Same thing with podcasting. Mm -hmm. um, how frustrating is it for you 
you know, it's got to be frustrating. You know, you know, I reached out to 25 people. I got one person to give me a, a mug and an affiliate program, you know, for whatever. And then I'm like, wow, I'm not generating any money. Yeah. It takes time. And I think there needs, you know, the Gary V's and the Kevin Smith's out there. Do it. Just do it. Just do it. That's great. But you need another forum, kind of like what Cody's doing with the No Small Creators, to to have a resource. Gary will tell you. Kevin will tell you. Just do it. Do it. Do it. But they don't sit there and say, well, how much does it cost? Well, what if I want to upgrade? Well, this is what you can do. And I've done that with people. I have no problem. There's a lot of other people out there that are kind of like, I'm not going to tell you how I got started. I'm not going to tell you where to go. So we'll make, I'll make, I'll, I'll turn this conversation right now into like, I kind of like talking. I love talking with you about social media and that's what this is going to turn into. But with that, with a hashtag, with a movement, with a group like that, Mm -hmm. something that he's building community, he's building connection with people. You should 100% think that direction too. Yeah. Yeah. Where like no small creator isn't just like, I've noticed. I actually, I talked with this. Uh, I talked with Cody about this uh, when we went for the coffee run. Was uh, are you nervous that this will ever just this will stop and it will turn into what the hashtag uh, Pottern Family has, mm-hmm. which is just like it's like a it's like a like hashtag for mm-hmm. podcasts to go through, and they'll just be like, yeah, 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 sure, right, you're a right. podcast. I like you too. Blah, right, blah, 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 right, blah. right. Where like no small creator, where like this idea, this this. This thing that's supposed to drive you, to motivate you and let you know like you're not alone in this giant mm-hmm. space has almost become oversaturated to the point where people are just like, oh, yeah, no small creator. Sure, I bought a shirt with it, too. Mm-hmm. I have a mug that says no small creator. And, uh, yeah, I know I know them. I know Cody, and I know all these people mm-hmm. that are part of it. And it's nothing more than just, you know, a, a sales pitch. Right. Um which it's not for me. I right. still I still jive with like that. And what did Cody say? No. He said he said because the core group of people that embody that, right. he's like, it's always still gonna go strong. And he's like, it's funny to see it have to turn it, it turned into like a family. It's mm-hmm. so funny. Like when I went to Vid Summit, I met all the people in that group. Right, right. And it was um buddies of mine that were from California called Method Box. Mm-hmm. They had this um they had this video come out and it was called um from digital to real and the whole idea was it the whole idea behind it was you watch these pe- people like on your screens and now they're in front of you right he's like what do you expect what are they going to be like and he's like the people you know you're just shocked that they're the same people like you know you know these people right i saw this one guy uh in the lobby his name is josh hubbard just another uh no small creator like family member mm-hmm. like one of those dudes and i was like oh dude congrats on your baby and he's like that's so well you know it's the same with podcasting if you if it's like it's like this you you watch uh you watch cheers every every night you watch seinfeld yeah it's part of your life every friday night yep you know same thing with podcasting i think the podcast is a little bit more intimate because they're hearing your voice they're hearing it's not a scripted show sure they feel that they know you yeah they feel that they connect with you with the guests that you have on or with like my show, I'll, I'll start out with not a rant, but just kind of talk about me, you know, kind of like a daily vlog. But I do it once a week and then this is what I was doing this week, blah, 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 and give a little bit of insight. So that connection is there. So when I either see them and I, I know exactly how you feel whenever I see uh, a fan or a listener at a con, you're like, DW, oh, my God, that was you're awesome. And I know you like this comic book here. And oh, my God, you're the wings you tried, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You're like, wow, that's cool. That's awesome also comes into play sometimes it's you get the stalker yeah, it gets weird. <laughs> where they really know they think they know you i mean yeah like i've had questions about the ex-girlfriend and, and just weird things like that so you take the good with the bad but get the back with uh cody's movement i think it just being a hashtag it comes to a point where any movement or any group cody started it yeah now cody just it has nothing to do with Cody anymore. It's the people involved there he to make that. it grow. To make it grow. Yeah. If it doesn't grow, it's not necessarily Cody anymore. The group has taken it's, a life of its own, the movement, and it could move away from Cody. It could move with Cody. It can just travel wherever. Yeah, he said that it de- too. It was cool. It, it it de- was- yeah, it depends on the group that's in there to do, to do that. Um, do I think it'll ever fade? All movements fade to a point. I don't think it's the lack of creativity or the lack of uh, pushing it. There's always one next step more. Somebody could carry it on to the next step. And I think 
that would be an honor for Cody. It may not say no small creator anymore, but that group, that movement was generated by what he started. And now he started an, another movement without actually doing it sure. because of the creativity of it all. So even to call back to what you said earlier about like podcasting and, yeah. and like your in-cast family. We never answered the question where podcasting was We'll going. go back okay. to it. I have, I have everything <laughs> written down. I have a pie chart of tangents. Um, so If you haven't noticed, I'm a talker. No, I'm a, this is a podcast. <laughs> so You're in a good spot for it. Um to to go back to call back to like you said like these things may fade yeah like the most the most important thing that I've taken from that group and it hit me hard because like these guys that influenced me like anybody knows my story they yeah. know that like I started like really hunkering down on creating when like Peter McKinnon right. taped a GoPro to his foot like right. you know the right. story behind yeah. it it influenced me it touched me on like uh wow this dude's like he's like he he was living my life and now he's He's taken his to like a level where like I think I want to mm-hmm. be like I want to achieve I want to create I want to be happy and so how come we didn't see that uh, you duct taped a GoPro to your underwear vlog because that's restricted it's, that goes <laughs> that goes on a different website my friend sorry Peter yeah <laughs> um, but uh, with with that being said like. I, I look at his movement, even if it does fade, which I, I think it still has a lot. I think it's Cody's. longevities for a while. Yeah, because Cody's. people are still finding it, which is so insane. Like, people are just now discovering the No Small Creator group. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it, it's on YouTube. You and I both have different takes on how I feel about that platform, but it, it's the second biggest search engine. It's still going to keep going. I mean, exactly. Cody's Cody's fan base go up, his videos Views go up. Yeah. Everybody that tags or meets with him and hashtags that, they all go up. So, yep. yeah. Um, will it ever turn into Potter and Family? Hashtag? Maybe. I, you, you don't know. It takes a life of its own. Sure. Uh, yeah, let's jump back into the future of podcasting now. I'd be curious to where. Because you, you say, I'm preliminary with, I think I, I think I know your answer. You don't, you don't necessarily like the, I don't say like how, how YouTube is presented. What what are your takes on YouTube? How do you feel about YouTube? I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'd rather you just kind of describe. I mean, you and I, I mean, obviously we do the winging it with DWs, which we got to do more of, but, and that was more spurred from you to be on YouTube. Um, I'm f- really focused more on audio. Just the YouTube, obviously it's very successful, but sooner or later, I feel Facebook Watch or another platform will eventually take over. Yeah. Um, Stats-wise, view-wise, Facebook is algorithms are all a little bit different than YouTube. Mm-hmm. Facebook Watch isn't necessarily a paid platform like YouTube. YouTube's restrictions for the last few years have really hurt small creators, obviously, with all the, you know, as far as how many listens you get, how many watches you get. Um, I don't think it'll ever go away. I'm just, it's not my go-to. It's not something that, like my podcasts don't go to YouTube, where a lot of other podcasts, they put up the audio version there. I just find it hard for me to go to YouTube to click on it and then not and not why there's nothing to watch. Sure. And on your apps, if you go to YouTube, don't get me wrong, it will help get you listens. It it doesn't hurt. But for me, I'm not gonna go to YouTube to go listen to Coffee Hour because when I click off the YouTube app, the audio stops. Yeah. Podcast apps they don't ha- they're running in the background all the time so i can still be going through my phone or i can be running and getting my fitbit information as i'm going through with my watch with youtube it stops it's not set off in the background um i don't think i'm not that i also don't think visually like that to do a video that's why i have you yeah no i know <laughs> you know what i'm I saying know. i know why i'm here um <laughs> As far as the pod, the le- the future podcasts, I think are going to grow quicker than YouTube, in a way. Really? Um, Do you think that YouTube would recognize that, and all of a sudden, within the next five years, there's going to be YouTube podcasts? Like, do you think there's going to be I'll like an a, audio I'll, podcast app? I'll pull a, a Gary V and and do a uh, a prediction that yeah, it, for them to keep growing. They should have a place for MP3s to live, for MP4 like yes, audio files yes, to live. Yes, for them to advance and grow, and I'm sure a lot of YouTubers out there, the big one, will be like, "You're out of your mind." That they're not going anywhere. If they want to keep going and be on the edge, they need to do that. They need to step up a little bit more. Um, make the app, 
maybe make the app automatic so it is, works in the background because there are many podcasters that put out their show where it's just a still image with the audio running because it does reach people. But I'm not, you know, for me, it doesn't work for me, you know, f- for it on my phone. Obviously, our phones are huge for YouTubers. They're still one of the biggest search uh, search devices out there. Beats PC every month as far as what you're searching for, uh, you know, through the Internet-wise. Um I, I, I say within the next five to six years, you'll you'll get your MP3, MP4, or a podcast separate version for YouTube. Did you know that podcast.com is available as a website? Why would you say that on the air? Well, it's it's definitely owned by somebody. You can buy it. But How much? I It says call us to get a free quote. So it's not $10. It's not a $10. <laughs> so nobody bought podcast.com. Yeah. It's got to be in the millions. You think it's that much? Yeah. It's an absurd... Because if it wasn't, it would already been bought. Right? It's got to be an absurd amount of money. That hurts 10 bucks, and I just... <laughs> so please go to my Kickstarter page uh, to buy podcast.com. We need to help. You all can own a part of podcast.com. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You'll be on the front page. It'll be a 10-foot long... <laughs> I mean, does my YouTube explanation make sense to you? I mean... Oh, yeah, absolutely. I understand. Because I know your take is totally different. Well, it's fine. When, when I asked you the future of podcasts, I thought you were going to right off the bat say future of podcasts is video. Which no. I know, which no. I'm, I'm a little shocked about. Why? Only because well, I, th- I can't watch it in my car. Interactive. I can't watch you're, it. You're a podcast purist, though. Yes. Yeah, you are. But I, I can appreciate that. I'm not saying that's a negative. But video is not going to help you. I don't necessarily think that's not true. I think it depends. I was gonna be like, I think it depends on what I mean, you look like. No. I think it depends on how you're represented, though, too. So oh, I yeah. look at guys that are. We can't use the Casey Neistat's or the Joe Rogans out there or the Mark. So that's what I was gonna use. And like the H three H three H three H three, like Casey and Candace is like like they did they do that as a visual because because that's what he's used to. Exactly. I mean, but Casey's you know got, damn well that his audio is gonna get more than the visual. After a while. Yes, but I also think that, like, for you to not push and promote on multiple platforms or, like, an interactive, so, like, an interactive visual platform where people can do, like, call-ins or, like, you can do Skype call-ins from people. Well, then, is it podcasting or is it a radio show? With visual? Because if you're going to do call-ins with video, Mm -hmm. let's say Facebook Live, we use it for us for life. I use it every week for his episodes because he wants it there. And we have that option in the studio to do that. That more feels more of just that. A radio show? A radio show slash TV show slash web series. We take the, I still put it up there, but I, I also take the audio version. The audio version beats that video version by quite a bit. Yeah. But once again, we're getting a lot of hits. Yeah. If we put that, I'll give you a good example. The Facebook Live, oh, I'll, let's use the winging it. Uh, our our third or second one was 865 Facebook Live views with interactions. Now, that wasn't live. Uh, excuse me. That was on the Facebook Watch. It was on the platform. YouTube, I got hardly anything. Sure. The way the algorithms are, the way it's pushing. I don't – I'm not knocking YouTube. It's just for me, for what I want to do with the business, isn't, isn't my focus. I'm throwing it out there because this is a multiple platform. But when you become to a certain point, not that I'm lazy, but how many platforms do I have to monitor to promote? I have to promote YouTube way different than I have to do with Facebook or Instagram. I think you have Instagram. to do them all. You can only do them all. Yes, I agree. But if you can't do six platforms at 100% and you're doing them all half-ass, then you're only detrimenting yourself. Yeah. Then you're only hurting your brand. I focus on Facebook. You know I'm big on Facebook and Instagram. Sure. My YouTube is there. I don't push it. It lives there, though. It, it lives there. And it still gets some list. I mean, we got 20 subscribers on it, you know. But because I don't push it, I feel that for me personally, and me, and I, I'm pulling a Gary V again, and that's listening to him, that I'm hoping that the Facebook Watch opens up to everyone. We can get this channel in there. And the way you interact with them is so much it's more friendly. It's friendlier for me. I think it's personal. It's, it's more personal. personal on Facebook because that's your personal that's my, account. And that's what I'm used to. Yeah. And it's the business account. I can interact with that a lot quicker. Like, I'll watch your Saturday live streams. I, I The chat's a little awkward for me, even though it's just a chat. Everybody's like, you just put it in. It's it's that reaction, that instant uh, gratitude. 
instant gratification. Hey, I'm here. Where in Facebook, it's instant. It's right there in your face. It's it just set up differently, and I it's more user friendly for me. Um, I definitely don't think podcasts are going video. Um, they've always kind of been video. I don't think video is going to take over audio at all. I mean, just be for the practicality of it. Once again, I cannot watch you in my car. I can listen to hours and hours of podcasts in the car. I can't watch a video and drive. Yeah. And I harp on it, but that's a big deal for you to expand. Now, obviously, if you have a, a you know a show, if you're going to do call-ins and a sit-down and it's more of a radio-type show, I'm going to watch it on my PC. I was watching – I used to watch a lot of um, – and it, it's both audio and visual – but like uh, the H three H three, or even uh, like your mom's house podcast with Tom Segura, yeah, um, and his wife Christina Brzezinski, I think her last name is. But like they would like pull up like videos mm-hmm. from online, or they would like show right. memes and stuff. That's a show. That's a web series. I there's a fine line I think to a certain point of when a podcast stops being a podcast and becomes a web series or something more. I'm not deterring it by any means. I mean, I am a purist when it comes to the audio version. Um, and I would think. Now, what you, about just pulling content? So, like, say Gary yeah. V does. I love, I love that he's such a topic to me. Um, he's doing a talk. He does a yeah. he does a speech at Vid Summit. Yeah. And he pulls his own audio. Yeah. Rips his audio. Throws it up on a podcast. Yeah. W- what's your take on just like dissecting content to make content? I. That's more content. So content podca- is king. Pod, so you're you're just saying the pure the purity of podcasts is is where you I mean, obviously you him- refuse to waver. Is just that it's not o- just refuse to waver, right. but you 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 want. But it's obvious for Gary to know that yeah, he's got a video on YouTube. He knows enough to pull the audio to put it in on audio plat on a podcast platform. You just he just gave you your own answer. Yeah, audio is it. Yeah, the video is there, but he was smart enough to realize. Well, let's put it out on a. We're on iTunes. We're going to be on SoundCloud. We're going to be on Stitcher Radio. We're going to be on iHeartRadio. We're going to be on TuneIn. I'm on YouTube. My podcast now sits. On eight different other platforms, yeah, including Facebook, and then your own and, and or your own website. So he, he kind of you just gave yourself your own answer that he was smart enough to know to pull that audio. Um, he also has a team. Sure, I'm not using that as an excuse. That makes a big difference if you have a team. If you if you have if you're a solo podcaster, yeah, it's a little bit more difficult. If you hustle, yeah, you want to do video and this and that and this and that. It gets a little harder because now you're doing the production, now you're doing graphics, now you want to do this, you want to do that. Um, if you get a team, everybody takes a job. Yeah, you know, one person is the video guy, one person is you know the the audio guy, one guy's going to be the host and the co-host, and you you can do that. I just don't feel for me personally. You know, and these are my personal opinions, is that I don't think it's going to go video. I think you're going to get an influx because of everybody that was a YouTuber listening to Gary Vee is now, oh, my God, let's start a podcast. It's been around for 15 years. They act like it's this brand new thing that let's jump on it. Guys, we've been hustling our ass off for years. Hello. Like you guys in YouTube, we're over here in audio this, land. We're over here in audio po- land. Podcast being popular, like, have has helped me. Like when people are like, will be like, oh, did you listen to the, the V Experience right. or like whatever else? Be like, yo, I got one of those. Right. I do that too, you know. And they're like, what really? Right. So I feel like even pulling people on the platform, like it's not an, it's not all a bad thing. Yeah, they're they're hus- It's it's an easier hustle for them to just be like, yo, I'm gonna pull this following and put them here now. Right. Right. And then from that, you know, rank in the right. top 100, top 10, and just pull more. And, and you know, growth just right. becomes a catalyst for it, them. I, and, I, I mean, it doesn't even – what bothers me is – I'm calling you out, Casey. Uh, I don't care for his podcast with Candace. I know a lot of people that don't. I, a lot but, of it has to do with consistency, though, too. True. But at the same time, what bothers me is – being an influencer is important. He's a huge influencer. You you want to be an influencer. You have a couple of products that you are influencers for for your for your vlogs. Yep, it's important. But when you put out crappy content and you're still getting big brands to support you because of your following, yeah, that's crap. Because you got somebody out there that let's say they get to give a people a basic idea to get good advertising for a podcast. You have to consistently have ten thousand weekly listeners slash downloads for at least a month before a company which is called midroll midroll is your average is your middleman to get 
advertisings for Hulu's Dollar Shave Club. Uh, uh, there's a mattress company. Purple. What? It's Purple. No, it's not. That's not it. it well, that's it. the mattress company that sponsors this podcast, oh, guys. Oh, really? No, it's not my, <laughs> I wish. That, that's my safe word. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, so to, to give you an idea, for you to get those, you need 10,000 listens a week consistently for a month. So for four weeks, you have to be consistent Sure. to even su- uh, submit an application. So if you are only getting 1,000 listens a week, yeah, you you know, if you hustle, you can get, you know, Joe's Garage locally here in Glens Falls, New York. They got free oil changes if you mention, you know, coffee hour with Tom, you know, kind of thing. It's not you, real. Guys. Don't no, go to Joe's no, Garage. It's not, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it closed down years <laughs> ago. But what I'm saying is. <laughs> they used to be a sponsor. They ran Yeah. We're giving 45 free oil changes a week. <laughs> That's only to Tom. He just <laughs> keeps bringing his car, car back. <laughs> Um, yeah, right. Hey guys. Um, you can get those if you hustle because your content is good. To get the big guys, it's a little bit harder. But like the KCs and those guys jumping from YouTube using that, your brand, of course, let's say Coca Cola, Pepsi, whatever. Oh, he's got 1.4 million followers. Okay. It sets a, it sets an uneasy precedent to try to follow with guys like How, that. I've noticed why, it too, right. even on like Instagram. Within any sort of content creation, you're going to find people that that are, are given the things a lot easier yes. than, than the people that— Don't get that... me wrong. Casey hustled for his followers, and he puts out great videos, sure. I think. I mean, everybody has a hit or miss with their videos. We, I, I don't like them all, and he doesn't like all of his own videos, I'm sure, too. Um, but as a sponsor, if I'm Coca-Cola, I know Casey. All right, I'd rather give him a brand deal for his YouTube channel. Let his podcast go a month or two. Let me see your stats after that. Don't don't give me a brand. Don't give him a brand deal or advertising deal. Two episodes in, yeah, he's gonna get a lot, but sooner or later, because either the content's crap, fans are fans, whether or not they're gonna tell you. I mean, look I at his YouTube channel. There's a lot of people that dislike a lot of his stuff, so you have to watch that when you're doing a brand deal. Or if I'm, uh, I want to advertise there, I'm waiting a month to see. Sure. All right, yeah, he got ten thousand listens this week. Yeah, okay, he got nine thousand. All right, you got 9,500. Oh, he's down to seven. Oh, crap. Oh, we're down to 6,500. Now he's out of the market. He's below the, the, the minimum you need. Yeah. What is going on? Do I want to spend that money? Or I, I'll do a six-episode deal with you, and then we re- revisit. We'll go six weeks, revisit, and be done with that. Um, I know that's how I work mine. I do six episodes with my sponsors. After six episodes revisit. are done, I revisit. you got to make a happy customer, man. Yes. Yep. So... Um, let's, uh, so we're almost at an hour, but I do want to, I do want to get in one more question and it kind of just kind of, it revolves around you. Well, that'll be another hour. Yeah. Well, you have, I mean, it could be with this question. Uh, what is the future, uh, for, for DW? Oh, wait, let's break it down. What's the future for Herb? What's the future for DW? Thanks for having me today. And, uh, it was nice talking to you. (laughs) Tune in for part two. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's fun. That actually, that's a good question because you know, it's, like really break it down for yourself. Yeah, because you know it's funny. I don't know because it is. It's two different personalities, but it's not. I'm still real on the mic. I'm still me. I'm still Herb on the mic. Yeah, we got Herb today. Yeah, yeah, we got Herb today. Oh, really? Oh, why? What? What is DW to you then? Hey, everybody! <laughs> First off, I don't effing sound like that. Okay, wait, you do it. Welcome, friends. Today we're on the brand new episode of Fanboys. Oh, see, that I was me, do- guys. You didn't even notice. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're an asshole. I don't sound like this. Hey, friends, how I, are you? I didn't do that. Yes, you did. <laughs> Play it back. Yeah, you did. Um, What's the okay. future for her? Um, it's up in the air. I don't know. Yeah? I really don't know. I, I can't. I'd like to plan out, but I don't know. I, I really, I, right now with everything that's going on, I try to take everything a day at a time. Um, we won't get into serious topics just with, with the personal life, but just, uh, I'm not really sure. You, you stumped me on a question. I'm not, I, like I said, I think I just take it one day at a time and I try to strive to do work for the network and obviously the day job and, and, it comes to a point where it's even hard to, you know, everybody's going to say, just to be happy and live my life. and Content. You know what? 
That's bullshit. Yeah. Get that crap out of there. I can make a I can see a hundred memes like that. Oh, today we're gonna be positive. It's great, but uh, just live the next day. Just wake up the next morning. That's you just want to just be alive. Yeah, not I mean, I mean, everybody's got content. good days. In, yeah, yeah, content. Um, I couldn't even tell you what makes me happy. Not that woe is me or what's going on. That it's tough because every day is a little bit different for me. Um, sure. The future of DW. Um, that's a little bit easier, I think. Uh, just keep the podcast going, uh, grow my influence, um, giving what f- giving the fans what they want, and even at the same time giving the fans what they don't want because the show is my show. I think as a podcaster and a vlogger, I mean, obviously, you know, we want our we want people to like our stuff to be entertained by what we do. But at the end of the day, aren't you making the video for you? Aren't we being egotistical here to a certain point? We have to have an ego to do what we're doing. So at the end of the day, we're making the videos for us. If you like them, that's amazing. If you don't like them, tough crap. I mean, I mean, I sound it like that, but oh, I like my own videos, right? Yeah. that's yeah. why. I'll be <laughs> yeah. honest with you. That's why I don't share my liked videos right, like right, on right, YouTube. Right. Is because they're all just like there's 150 of my liked videos. <laughs> I just, what, I, so what? I love everything that right. I make. Like, why wouldn't I? I mean, I've had podcasts where I, I haven't necessarily liked them, but one of the other You're things... You're happy with yourself. You're proud. Why wouldn't you yeah, be? Yeah. I mean, well, there's sometimes that there's shows that, like, crap, I should have said this, I shouldn't have said that. One of the things I do with my show is I don't edit. No. I Mine is totally raw. I don't cut anything out. I I do I shouldn't say don't edit. I do put an intro in at post. That's and weird. I, that, and that's how that's my that's my style of this show too. Gee, funny. <laughs> wow, and, and you do your you do your intro after the guest leaves, right? That's, yeah. And you do the ending after the guest leaves too, right? Yeah. I know about this show that does the same thing. I think <laughs> it's called The Rant with D W. No, but but what I'm saying is there's a lot of. <laughs> do you want this recording for yours? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, that'd be awesome. Um, Just release it. But there's a lot. There's a lot of podcasts that do, and there's nothing wrong with the production value. Sure. But I feel for listeners and how I would want to listen to a podcast is that it's raw. That you're getting the real person. You're getting the ums. You're getting uh, some dead space. I mean, I have cut out like major dead space, but nine times out of ten, I push the end of record. I record my intro. Put my music in. And boom, it's done. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier. It also forces you, I think, as a podcaster and even a one take video, one take vlogs. Yep. It forces you to think ahead, think the next step, think what's going to happen, and just go with it and be happy with it. I think an overproduced podcast loses its um, rawness. Gen- rawness is genuineity, if that's even a word. We'll make it a word. Okay, oh, sure. yeah. no, I, I understand. Um, so that's for me, like Mark Marin. Huge influencer now for me. Uh, the show that I started, the rant, similar <clears throat> to this coffee show. Um, <laughs> I love picking on you. I love it too. You're I'm awesome. all about You're it. awesome. <laughs> Cease and desist orders in your mailbox That's when right. I leave. You know what? <laughs> no, I'm just right. totally kidding. Just drop <laughs> them off on your way out <laughs> yeah, the door. I already put it in there. Hey, Tom, it. by the way, you got a sign for <laughs> yeah. this. Oh, Thanks okay, for cool. this. Uh, <laughs> after this episode's up, you can stop the show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can um, find me on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. And, <laughs> and no longer near Plug Podcast Network. My show is, and and actually, you, and I joke with you, our formats are very similar, but your approach is different than mine. Um the format is the same, and I like the format. Very NPRish, very you know one on one. Yeah. Um, and then, listen, somebody we probably I probably stole it from somebody else. I, it's always been out there. I just joke with you, but my show is a little bit of Mark Marin with inside the actor studio. Um, I loved that show when it was on. I loved the, getting the insight. Uh, Robin Williams is still one of my most favorite episodes ever of Inside the Actor's Studio. You get the rawness. It's not edited. It's it's just blatant questions. You get fan questions, and it's just there. So I mix a little bit of Mark Maron and that in, uh, Inside the Actor's Studio for this, for my show. Um, and it's unedited. I mean, I mean, I had to edit if a guest says, oh, I said something wrong that could get me fired. Okay. I'll take yeah, it out. Yeah, I'll take it out. But other than that, it's straight. Um, so yeah, the, the future of DW, thumbs up, keep going. Cool. And uh, yeah. and if you guys want to uh, to find and follow uh, the future of Herb and or DW, where can they do that? Um, I will not give you my address. I do not like stalkers and don't follow me too close when I'm driving. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. 
uh, Facebook, YouTube, earplugpodcast.com. Uh, Instagram is under my name. Uh, I'm big on that. Uh, follow the network also on Instagram, Earplug Podcast. Follow this show and our seven other shows on the network. Um, I have a personal page and a what is it? Fan a pu- page. Yeah, yeah public, a public personal page, public yeah. personality page. Uh, you can find me on either one of those. Um, sometimes I don't. I will not necessarily always friend request accept. Just if I, I and I've had people ask me that because they mess with me. Hey, I've sent you a friend request. Like, I don't no, I've been deleting it. <laughs> no, no, you don't do that. You don't delete them. You just let them sit there because if you delete them, they keep doing it to you. You're you just right. let them sit there. That, there's your social media pro tip for today. That's just it. Leave those friend requests up. Don't delete them. Um, my my rule is if I meet you at a con and I even only chatted with you five, ten minutes, I'll probably. But if I don't know you and I know you say you listen to the to the podcast, that's what my We other, need FaceTime. Yeah, that's where my other page is. And it's not being disrespectful. I just that's just how I roll. That's how I like it. Now I know, oh, okay, I met you at a con. We've talked, we've chatted, we have something in common. You know, thank you for the request if you've listened to them or if you're listening to this and you have requested me and I haven't, because I think there's like I want to say 226, 230 sitting in queue. Just sitting yeah, there. Yeah, I'm no joke. I'll show you. I, no, and it's not I, like I, I'm being a jerk. I, I says, went through and accepted yeah. a bunch. I got like, I got like. And there's a lot of bots out there and stuff yeah. like that. But it's not not that I don't respect you guys and like that you're listening. It's just I, I like to know that I actually had some FaceTime with you. So I can appreciate that. All right, guys. Um, so you know where to find him. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening all the way to the end. Of Coffee Hour with Tom DeSico, episode three, with how do you say your last name again? Cloutier? DW. <laughs> That's right. The cease and desist is sitting at the door. Sorry, Casey and Peter. <laughs> Love you, Cody. All right. Guys, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>